Welcome to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's very own Kerry Lacey. Hey everybody and welcome to week six of 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music podcast. It's Kerry Lacey back again and firstly let me say thanks again to all of those who are listening. I'm not sure if it's coming through the mic but it is one windy day here in Sydney. So I apologise if there's a random whistling or banging noise on the window. The trees outside are not happy, let me tell you. Regardless, I've really enjoyed creating the podcast. My purpose in life has always been to help people and I can see how this allows that to happen. Apparently my students are now following my podcast, even though I didn't really instruct them to. I actually just mentioned that I'd launched it during the holidays. And so I just want to do a shout out to the guys in class. So welcome to my classes who are listening. They commented that they're finding it really useful, so please do pass it on to your students. There's lots of really cool things here for them to take charge of. I've nearly hit the first milestone, hooray, 100 downloads of the podcast, so keep sharing. Don't forget to find me on social media. Since the last podcast, I've added a Google Doodle that Katie Wardrobe, big shout out to her, uh, popped up. A fantastic video of Esperanza Spaulding. She's an amazing jazz vocalist, double bass player. She performing. She was performing um, on the sunny side of the street, live from the White House in 2016. So if you haven't seen that, go and check it out. Uh, the Sydney Con also launched their new Bachelor of Music degree for 2018. It's focusing on digital music, so it's a great course by the look of it. So head on over and check that out. Uh, and also there was an invite from AIM to sit in on a, an open rehearsal that John Morrison was doing. Unfortunately, that's over now. That happened on the 12th of August. But if you jump on the social media pages, Facebook, there's lots of really cool things, particularly for your kids. Um, I don't have that many Facebook followers. I think we've only got like 150. But um, please pop on over, give it a bit of a like. I'd really appreciate the effort. So with all of those thank yous done, I want to move on to this week's podcast. Uh, the contrast episode was really well received, so I thought I'd continue with what I think is one of the more complex questions that we encounter in music, and that's the treatment of melodic material. Um, this one always confuses kids because of the word treatment. So I have a great analogy for the word treatment. I won't share the one about the cow, uh, but I will share the one about the beauty salon. I'm sure many of you have been to a beauty salon and have experienced a treatment. I'm sure many of you uh, have heard the term before. You've probably had a pedicure or a manicure, maybe a facial, perhaps a hair treatment. Who knows? But I'm sure that you have experienced it before and you do know that treatment means to alter the original. Well, the official definition of a treatment is the act or manner or an instance of treating someone or something. And the extra word attached to that is handling. So when we talk about treatment, we talk about the handling of material. Now, one of the big questions I get asked about, how do you prepare your students for essays? How do you do analysis? So I tend to do them the same way. What if the question was explain the treatment of melodic material? Well, if we look at the true definition of explain, that is makes an idea or situation clear to someone by describing it in more detail or revealing relevant facts. Give a reason so as to justify or excuse an action or event. So as opposed to describe, which is give an explanation of, make clear, plain, intelligible, spell out, put into words, express in words, that's a blow-by-blow list of facts of what you see and what you hear. So that's a description. But when you explain, explain requires you to ID the detail 
and then justify. It's a cause and effect. So if you have a question that asks you to explain the melodic material or explain the treatment of the melodic material, the first thing you have to do is to ID the core material. In this case, the question is melodic material. So you'd need to identify the core melodic material. You need to describe what's happening and then you need to find it again, where it's been altered or changed or manipulated and tell me how it's been done and why it's been done. So what is core material? Well, in music composition, core material, it's like in a recipe there's core ingredients. You must have these seven ingredients and put them all together and they become a cake, right? Well, music is no different. The composer will come up with some ideas. There will be main ideas and the ideas usually fall into three basic categories. Into a harmonic idea, a melodic idea or a rhythmic idea. Now you think about it, pedal point, that's a harmonic idea. It also is a ostinato, which is a rhythmic idea. You think about chords, that's a harmonic idea. But if they're parallel chords, they could also be a melodic idea. What if uh, it's a snare drum playing bolero? It's a repeated pattern, it's an ostinato, it's a rhythmic idea. But it also is a non-pitched idea, so it's also melodic, sorta, kinda. See, so they fall into the three main categories, harmonic, melodic and rhythmic. Each idea can be altered, changed or manipulated in a variety of ways. You could change the role of its function. So that changes the structure of the piece, okay, or the texture. It also changes the pitch. So you can modulate, you can change keys, you can do it in, uh, change modalities or, or tonalities. You can go from major to minor, minor to modality. That's changing pitch. You can change the rhythm which of course alters the duration. You can change the rhythm by um, a variety of ways. You could change the tempo, change the time signature, you could drop beats, add beats, all sorts of things could happen. You could change the instrument or the register. Now that alters your tone colour. You could change the relationship with itself and with other people within the ensemble. That's a textual change, a textual manipulation, manipulation of the melodic material. You could add and subtract the pitch, add and subtract the rhythm. You could add and subtract articulations and effects. Now those last two are expressive techniques. And then you could actually pull the melody apart, use just a fragment of it, and then develop just the fragment. So you can see how the core material, identifying the core material, and particularly if it's melodic, the melodic material is the first step to then working out what material do they have, therefore how has it changed. So this week on the uh, PDF that comes with this particular podcast, I've taken the liberty of taking Debussy's Voiles. It's a great piano piece. It's just gorgeous. Um, and I've taken the liberty of just the first 12 or 15 bars to highlight the point of core material. For example, Voiles opens with this melodic idea. It uses a whole tone scale. So if you don't know what a whole tone scale is, that's a scale made up of purely tones separating them. So if you start on C, you'd have C to D, D to E, E to then F sharp, F sharp to G sharp, G sharp to A sharp, and then A sharp back to C. The other form of it would be the C sharp form. C sharp to D sharp, D sharp would then go to F or E sharp, F would then go to G, G would then go to A, and A would then go back to C sharp. 
Now, once you start on D, it's just a transposed form of the C whole tone scale. So there really is only two forms of a whole tone scale, C and C sharp. In this case, Debussy's using the whole tone scale. He's got, starting on the second beat, he's got a series of thirds and fourths. It's a small range and there's a small descending run at the beginning before it leaps back up into the top register. Now, when you look at the second excerpt that I have on the PDF, the opening piece starts with this melodic motif that he has. It goes for two bars. He then plays it again. He plays the first part of it again. But the second bar, instead of leaping up using the dotted figure, this time he's doing descending semiquavers. So he continues by using semiquavers this time. When you get to the next line, you then have this B-flat pedal point that happens in the left hand, and that's broken up by these ascending scalic runs. And they're just very small, little scales. They're only like four or five notes, or three notes actually. And he splits that pedal point up by these little interjections. Now, as you go on to the next two lines, which is the next section we're dealing with, you can see that the B-flat pedal continues he reintroduces the original melody, original motive, but this time he only plays the first part of it. He doesn't play the second bar. Instead, in the middle voicing of the piano, he puts in descending octaves. That's a contrast to your ascending melody you have, or ascending fill notes you had before. We then see the melody again, and this time it's the second phrase of the melody that we've found in the first half, at the very beginning. Then the B-flat pedal comes back in, and when the B-flat pedal comes back in, the melody comes back in in its original form, but underneath, instead of just having the melody in its original form, we've now got augmented chords, because when you build chords in a whole tone scale, you get augmented triads. So now he's got these augmented chords ascending going up instead of the descending octaves we had in the line before. So you can see where the material comes from. It's easier if you've got the PDF. Alright, so with the example that I have here, Debussy has got three pieces of core material. He's got the descending demi semiquaver whole tone melodic motif. He's got the B flat pedal, which uses a rhythmic repeated tone. And then he's got the augmented chords. Now, that would be classified as core material. So if the question was explain the treatment of the melodic material, well, the descending demi semiquaver whole tone melodic motif is a melody. The B flat pedal is a harmonic device, which is also melodic because it's a repeated tone. The augmented chords are a harmonic device, however, they're still melodic in the sense that they support the melody. Therefore, you can comment on all of these. Now, I have then put in a, a response explaining, for example, if the question was explain the melodic material or melodic, the treatment of the melodic material in this excerpt and that was the excerpt you had those 12 bars then I've given you a paragraph example and what I've done is I've highlighted it so I've highlighted the techniques he's used in bold I've put the description in red and then I've put the results which would be the explanation in blue so that you can see so the resulting um, uh, paragraph is a very clear description uh, with an explanation. So you'll need to get the PDF to have a look at that. But the whole point of the activity, or the whole point of today's podcast, is to identify the core material. So if you get a hold of the PDF, this will make a lot more sense. And maybe go back and listen to the podcast while I'm explaining it, because the PDF actually just talks straight through everything I just said.
Uh, there's also going to be a little video coming for this as well for the visual because this will suit your auditory um, and it'll su suit your uh, people who like to read but it might not necessarily suit your people who aren't so keen on the written word. Alrighty, so look out for the video. I'll let you know via social media when that's out. Um, it should be sometime in the next couple of days. Okay, folks, that's the end of today's little podcast. Ten minutes is not really quite very long, is it? But nonetheless, still keeps you coming back for more. So I hope you have a good week. And uh, next week we'll be doing lots of exciting things. I'll keep you posted about the video for this week's core material one. Uh, in the meantime, have a great weekend and I'll catch you next time. For more tips and tricks, head on over to clarissacustommusic.com.au.